Oh, so we're ready to start. Um, so my introduction, just so you know how it goes, I yell. Um, so just to prep you. Um, blah, 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 hablamos, right? So it's blah, blah, we talk um, in English and in Spanish because I want this to be a bilingual podcast. Um, so my name is V. I'm like the host currently. Imagine this goes to someone else. Um, and I'm here with Aggie, which will tell she will tell you her name fully so you know her name because i believe she could be a famous actress a famous singer in sweden in the future and she will introduce herself we oddly enough met each other at a job we work as clowns we were part of the same graduating class of clown school (laughs) (laughs) um so this is aggie as she's laughing in the background go ahead aggie (laughs) i'm crying um hi welcome to myself can i say that yeah that's fine (laughs) i'm so happy to be here thank you for having me be my name is aggie i mean you wanted me to say nickname that's your nickname um my name is agnes olivia molander dang damn if you guys want to know my real name um i go by v but mine is beta fiordalisa tineo and then i have other last names but continue the reason um i'm called aggie is just because I don't like the English pronunciation of Agnes. It's like Agnes, it sounds like. It's like an old person's name here. It is an old person name in Sweden as well. Oh. I'm from Sweden. Oh, <laughs> look, look. She dropped it. From Europe. We, I was going to say we, oui, we, oui, because that's like French is the only thing I got in the belt. <laughs> <laughs> no, uh, but and then I came here in Ireland and it's like Agnes. Agnes. I'm like, no, that's not me. I cannot relate Yeah, it to doesn't that. match no. your personality and your energy at all. And Aggie does. Yes, it's more funky. Yeah. It's like yeah. Maggie without the M, which I don't, it, that doesn't matter at all. I don't know why I said that. Um, I'm I'm an actress mm-hmm. trying to be an actress. You are I an am actress. an actress. You like, have worked as an actress. You cannot say you're trying to be. You have fucking done That's it. That's the thing. Like, that is the hardest part of all creative work. It's like, do you are the person who present yourself, whatever mm. you are an actress, or you're just, like, trying to be an actress. Or it's the same with all arts. I agree. Like I agree. But I think you have to take pride in the work that you have done. Exactly. Exactly. Um, but what, I, what I'm trying to say is that... Mm-hmm. It, it can be hard to do that, mm. to, like, if you didn't get an Oscar or, like, an award or whatever, it can be hard to, and you're still, like, struggling. You're working project by project all the time, which is life in arts. Yeah. Um, you, you have to know yourself mm. that you are an actress. Yeah. Because you will meet people who's not in this business, and they will be, like, Oh, where have I seen you? And I'm like, probably nowhere, unless you go to like a bunch of film festivals in India and yeah, Germany. No, but, that's, <laughs> but that's like to really look at who is a lover of the art. Yeah. People who watch movies in the movie theater that are blockbusters and stuff are not lovers of the art of theater and acting and storytelling, right? People that come to Broadway, people that go to film film festivals that take their time to invest mm-hmm. and support sure. projects, I would say they're realistically more the follower of someone like you, right? And someone that should know you. 
a post to someone who likes um i don't even know actors names like that actors names like and i like a few actors but it's just like actors names and who people who know them that are famous they get the same type of jobs versus people that are doing indie films like really exploring mm -hmm. and loving their craft mm -hmm. i think that's more interesting but that, the thing is that i never really like as long as i can pursue acting and have that as my my mm -hmm. career i am happy that's good i never okay, like like it was never my dream to win an oscar or be famous i mean win an oscar it's it's a no, like no yeah know. i i get you i think fundamentally that's a very beautiful thing because you're saying the love for the art and to create mm -hmm. to practice in any shape or form keeps you content it's my happy place yeah so as long as you're doing it you are good <laughs> yay yes um and i'm also so i'm an actress like that's my 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 major thing and i released my first single and mm. uh in february and and that's kind of like more I cuz that's where I started when I was young I started with um with music ever since like when I was when I was 3 years old I was playing with Barbie dolls and they weren't talking to each other they were singing oh, interesting. everything was like a musical um, my yeah my mom always heard me singing upstairs and I'd be like Barbie's going to shop a dress <laughs> whoa <laughs> that's hilarious and yeah. cute hilariously cute um and then um I when I was 10, I applied for a music school. Like, mm. so my major in school has been music from the age of 10 until I graduated high school. How did that transition into acting and theater? Um, I realized that I loved being on stage, mm. but I've never been like the best singer. Like I'm not Christina Aguilera or Jesse yeah. J or whatever. My voice is kind of, airy and soft and mm. and and for me it's always been about delivering a message and telling a story to the audience that I'm singing um singing to and I I I it's that has always been the thing yeah like telling a story and whatever I do that through music or acting it's just what I want to do I want to connect with my audience have you considered your work um, in the realm of performance art? I mean, not really, mm -hmm. but I think I would, I would. No, I'd say I, the reason why I bring it up is because it's, it, you're using your medium as a form of storytelling. Mm -hmm. So it doesn't like, you don't have to tie it up to being like, oh, this is music, oh, this is acting. This is just performance. Like it's a performance that's trying to say something as a, so performance art. Yeah, I think I, using, I, I never your, really your body. Your body is your tool. Exactly. People, people who do performance art often uh, use time, their body, different objects to tell a story or, or to say something, to actively create something. And that's what you're doing. Because um, at my acting school back in Sweden, we did like the last project we did was one of my favorite projects. And that was just all about it's called um dance and movements mm -hmm. um something i don't know what's called uh, and that's just it's not a dance show mm. but it's more like a movement show it was an hour and we were just exploring 
how we could tell different stories with our bodies without using words. And that was so amazing. Like, I love that I project. think you need to go into that further. Mm-hmm. Finding, like, a triage of those three things and merging them. And I think that can really give birth to a new way of storytelling from you. Um, with movement, with words, with singing. We did, like, my that favorite combo. exercise that we used mm-hmm. to create to create movement for the show yeah. was that we were supposed to bring a text to class. Oh, so you're already merging. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> no, we were supposed to bring like our favorite lyrics or something from a song. I don't remember exactly. And then we were supposed to take that text word by word and create a movement. And then when you put it all together, all of a sudden you have, you could see it mm. as a dance or just like a movement sequence. Yeah. It's beautiful and it's, it's just such a fun way to create. That's very interesting. It, that level of integration is something that like I've never experimented on mm-hmm. and I haven't seen. So I think it's both like I want to see it and I want to try it. I want to show it to you. I want to see it. You have a video? You yeah. have something? Yeah, um, I'll show it after. Definitely. Yeah. Uh, my question, so where are we right now? Uh, we were in New York. So my question is to you because I was... B- I was born in Brooklyn, living in Queens. That's so cool. Right? But you are here in New York from Sweden. Why are you here? Why did I, you choose to come here? The, it, it all happened so fast. First Tell of all, I it. love the city. I love the city so much. Um, but before I moved here, I've only been here for four days because my cousin used to live here. And so you just came to visit in the past? Yes, I came to visit in the past. It was like 2013, I oh, think. Oh, so that was, like, interestingly enough, it's also very different New York from what you see right now too yeah um, when I was also young I mean yeah I was gonna say Maybe. 10 years younger it's not 10 years ago yeah, yeah. <laughs> but um so when I every, everything happened so fast for yeah. me this is how it is I was literally sitting on the toilet and being like okay toilet. I want to <laughs> I want to explore American acting techniques I want to know more about that because like how do how they it do different? it in Hollywood for me um the thing is that my acting training is not that long I've only I've had a lot of training yeah but I'm not an expert when it comes to different techniques and stuff like that um but from my experience here it's more technical it's more um if you look down that way and you take a breath like this that it will give this message (laughs) yeah yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah yeah my my one of my favorite teachers at my Mm. school here in new york he always told me that you have to do the last breath otherwise you will never get a job like at the end of every take you have to do give the left (laughs) yeah it's gonna be like super dramatic and you'll be like Uh, interesting (sighs) Because then you can I see, see me take a decision. <laughs> oh, I get you. Yeah. Mentally. Um, so, so how, because talking about the, your decisions, your decision to come here was because of you have straight love for New York. That's why you decided to come? No, I'm, so I'm sitting on the toilet. I'm thinking I have, I want to explore American acting. Yeah. What do we do? I Google, I Google, of course I Google. And then it's New York or LA that shows up immediately. And I'm like, I'm not really a fan of LA. I've never been. I might love it. 
Um, but New York, I love New York. I want to go to New York. Let's go to New York. And I got so excited. And then I thought I signed up for some kind of newsletter. Yeah. Um, and then the day after, a guy calls me from Sweden. He's in the same city as me. And he's like, hey, I saw that you want to apply for New York Film Academy. Um, uh, do you want to know more about it? You can come in and have an interview with me. And they're coming and they're doing a Scandinavian tour from the school in February. So you Whoa. can come and audition. I'm like, uh sure <laughs> he's like i'm i'm throwing myself in yeah. yeah yeah for sure so i just the other then the week after that i went there because that's like a company who's helping young people who wants to study abroad and they're helping them with oh, everything great. it's great because they, they didn't charge me anything it was so okay good. okay I yeah i'm like Vanessa. what is um and then i went to stockholm i had the in-person audition with the school and I got in, and that everything happened within two months. And I'm like, whoa, what is, what, 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 what's going on? What, what but is that's going great. on? Yeah. Um. And but as soon as I got in, I'm like, I'm doing this. I didn't have the money to do it, but I, I knew that I would find a way. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I'm here now. <laughs> but not. So, so when you first arrived, how did you find the money for it? Um. As a because I know oh. how you make your money now. <laughs> Clowning. Yeah. <laughs> Princess. <laughs> yep, Miss Elsa. <laughs> That's me, Scandinavian roots, Elsa yeah. Princess. Exactly. It works. Yeah, for sure. No scholarships, pretty much. Ah. Yeah. Um, a lot of scholarships. And the, the thing is that COVID delayed my trip, so I got four more months to save money. <gasps> Great. Yeah. That was great. Great. Because um, I, I was supposed to move here in COVID that. is horrible, but great that you had the great. side effect. And I mean, New York more. got cheaper from COVID. Ah, uh, yeah, for, for um, I mean, I would say the opposite now. COVID has its effects where now yeah, yeah, yeah. things now. But at are the time, super expensive. Yeah, it's horrible. It's horrible what happened. And I I've still have very, it's hard to take in mm. how it affected the whole world. world. It's interesting. It's like, uh, I think it's interesting because we have not seen something that has impacted human life in this way. And it's impacting all different generations because we're talking about like somebody's mother died, somebody's teenager died. All types Mm -hmm. of ages people have ceased from the world and it affects everyone. Yeah. All families, all people around. There's highly unlikely unless you are alone in the world that you don't know anyone that has passed from covid or has been affected and not only that like the lasting effects like there's a co- there's something called like a covid fatigue and covid mm-hmm. effects so you got covid but then you live with the effects of covid so did you ever get covid um i think i my family definitely definitely has and even recently but i didn't like i have a Great immune system. <laughs> but I, I'm pretty sure I had it, like, towards the beginning. Yeah. Because I, I'm one of those, I listen, I'm horrible. I'm one of those people that chose not to stay at home. So I was going outside even when it was the hardest days in COVID, and I would be walking, like, I'd be doing exercise. And I needed for my body to escape my house. Like, I live with five other people in a three-room bedroom, and we're- That's intense. 
we're on top of each other all the time and we are strong personalities you need that walk yeah no 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 i like if i didn't have the walk i would become a crazy person <laughs> with my family like just how we are but tell me more about when you arrived to new york oh um First of all, I was so scared that my living situation would be a scam because you know that there's a yeah. lot of scams. And what I did is, well, you're like, you're not supposed to do that in New York. I paid my deposit. I was not even in the country. I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. I have my I friend. Know. I have a friend. Though my friend that I brought to the other podcast, Renee, that that happened to. She gave a deposit and she then decided, oh, I'm not moving here. Then did not return the deposit. Mm -hmm. No. That, I mean, but I was aware of this because everyone, everybody like warned me. And then, um, but I just, I really trusted this, this woman. And I like, I FaceTime with her nice. and she's, uh, she's also Swedish. She's my roommate. Oh. Um, she still is my roommate. Okay, I mean, it good. turned out great, good, but good, I was good. so scared. Like the last thing I told my friend before I left was like, okay, if you haven't heard from me, in 24 hours, you have to call the police because then they they sold me, and I'm like I'm Not I'm in a basement you. somewhere and I'm a sex slave. Damn, that's dramatic. <laughs> I am dramatic. No, I mean, but I, I think I guess oh, I guess, <laughs> but I, I guess I get it that that's like truly a possibility when you're coming to a country you don't know for like any form of immigrant, because um, that's the scare when most people are going anywhere else. And you never know. You're a pretty person. Like, come on. Where's the kidnappers at? <laughs> uh, I'll sell you right now. <laughs> no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I like you too much. I wouldn't want to do that. Um, so it's just like it's a true possibility. Horrible things are true possibilities in our world. So I think it's great that you told your friend pre-planning. But I think if you also would have told me, oh, yeah, the homie is Swedish, I would have been like, okay, sure. Like, I, I see the reason why you yeah, trust. Yeah, yeah. Um, everyone, I feel like no one was really worried. It was just in the back of my head. Because I was like, it was a bit too good to be true. Yeah. And too good to be true too in perfect. New York yeah. is usually too good to be true. Ooh. Um, Tell me why. What are your experiences <laughs> with that statement? Too good to be true in New York. That's a good, like, that needs to be on a shirt. <laughs> too good because that applies to every single body in this city. No, but you uh, know if the rent is cheap, there's something up, like st something's wrong with the apartment. Or uh, it's cockroaches, rats. Yeah, yeah. But what other experience can you tie the sentence to? Uh, oh, no. Go. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Um, I'm not sure. Can I think about it? Yeah, think. Yeah. Because um, right now, I, I'm not sure. But the, I, I mean, for me, that's just how it is. I know that. I know that's how it is, but yeah. I think it's interesting that you say it for apartments, right? You start with apartments. But then I'm thinking, like, you must have any personal experiences, like, any I have one with a friend, but that's her story. But it's horrible. Um, oh, if you don't want to share, that's fine. Yeah? Yeah, yeah. No. But it's, it's fine. horrible. But that's it was a scam. Like, I had a friend, and I was with her when she was scammed, and it was just... And what, I'm sorry for prying and questioning. <laughs> what type of scam was it? Was um, it rent like this one, or was it related to something else? The thing is that she got the apartment, she signed a contract, yeah. um, and she left her stuff there. Oh. And then she came back, because she was going to visit home, and she came back, and they didn't give her the key. And her things were still in the apartment. And then it turns out that this apartment is out for sale, and for some reason the scammer like managed to 
leave it open because she didn't meet the person when she came there. Yeah. It was just like, I have to go. The door is open. You can just leave your stuff. Um, and then we came there and we were like, talked to the real owner of the apartment. And he was like, what do you mean? This is tree passing. You can, you, why, are, why do you have things in my apartment? Because he was currently not living in the apartment. Yeah. That's why her stuff was still in there. She got it back, which is great. That's great. Because uh, like, she could have lost all of her stuff, she too. She basically lost the right to where she was living. Mm -hmm. Because of somebody literally... That's crazy. Yeah. I have... Listen, I have not had to deal with the rent situation. Because I luckily still live with my parents. Um, but it's just, like, mentally one of those things that is draining. To think about being an adult trying to pay rent in New York City. Tell me about that. I mean, for me, that's easy here. Really? My rent is not that expensive, and I just paid um, to my roommate who paid to the landlord. Oh, I get it. Yeah, so it's like step-by-step -step process, which is great. And you only do a small piece of it. Mm -hmm. So tell me about um, more about your stay here and your experience in school, people, etc. Um, it's been so... The funny thing about New York to me, not funny, but... Ha, it's, ha, it's, ha. <laughs> it's, uh, you meet so many people. And, I mean, Sweden is a very small country. Yeah. Especially when it comes to population. Like, there's more people living in New York than in Sweden. A whole in the, country. In, in, a yes. whole country. Um, and that, like, so I learned a lot from just watching people on the subway. Mm. Like, I'm not kidding. I'm not kidding. Because I what see... What did you learn from watching people in the subway and what were you looking for? That people are so... There are so many different kinds of people. No, I don't want to... No, no, no. I, I think that's valid because if you come from a world where you don't, you're not exposed to these type of people and we're living in the capital of... Diver like one of the places where I would say is the capital of diversity. I mean, I would say there's more than New York. Yeah. But this is one of the main capitals where you could find folks from every corner of the world and be like, oh, snap, this person is Japanese, this person is Korean, this person is from Libya, you know, like any country, this person from South Africa, like anywhere. This I person know. from Sweden, this person <laughs> is Dominican. Oh. But it's so cool. Uh, but it made me feel very naive because it's not like I wasn't aware of it. Like, I knew that. Yeah, you knew but I'd never seen yeah. it in, in real life like this. And it's very, 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 very cool. Does it feel like you're living in a real movie? Sometimes, especially if I'm listening to music and I have my soundtrack. I'm no, like, yeah. I'm for sure Listen, living in a movie. When you're walking down any part of Manhattan, Brooklyn, Queens, because I've, these are the places I've walked a lot. And you have music and you're just You are vibing. a movie star. You like you feel like you're watching scenes before mm -hmm. you and how people react. Mm -hmm. Or how car crashes could happen. Because that happens so much where it's like, yo, just be a little bit patient because then you're gonna have an accident. Like, please. Then I do you remember when we worked together and I told you so, that wait, I wait, wait, the let's bus. tell them what, what 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 job do we do before anything? We're clowns. Yes, we work as magical clowns. We are here to make your kids' party festive. Yes. yes. I'm not going to say the name of the company until the boss lady comes through. Boss bitch. Yeah, the boss <laughs> bitch comes through because I really want her to come through. Did she say yes? Um, I think she said, like, maybe um, when she is, like, less busy. So yeah. I think after summer, mm -hmm. I'm going to get her into the podcast studio and be like, boss bitch, thank you for being here. 
to be continued. Exactly. Boss bitch. Um, but tell me. Uh, no, continue. but the, the day when we worked together and I told you that uh, the bus didn't come. So I took a 45 minute walk through yeah. Queens to get home. That was one of those nights where I like you was reminded. You have to be safe, my homie. I, I don't. I know. I know. That was I'm really very naive in that I, way, too. No, but I do that, too. But it's like the consideration of lateness is really powerful. And Queens is Queens is one of those boroughs where it's not the Bronx, but Queens is one that you should not mess but with. But I was either. on my way to Greenpoint. I was just crossing. Still. Still. I know. I know. I know. I know. And Brooklyn is also like not... But Greenpoint, it's very safe. Okay, I don't. Well, there's sure. uh, there's to be known to let you know there are places like Williamsburg and all these things that have been turned into safe places where you can see crime resurge up. Yeah. Or like here, we're in Forty Second. Yeah, uh, you think nothing happens, but shit happens. But this is dangerous to me. I know, <laughs> like no, Times I mean, Square. No, the amount of shit that hap things. I'll edit that. The amount of <laughs> things ha that ha I'm like, I feel like I want to curse, but I also don't know if I should curse. Mm -hmm. uh, the amount of things that happen here in all, I mean, all places, they're just not reported. You just don't know. That's mm -hmm. why you say Greenpoint is safe, but I also do not give you that security because oh. not everything is out there. But I'm so, like, if, if I start thinking about guns when I'm walking, I'm pew, terrified. Pew. Because I'm like, <laughs> that's not a thing where I'm, I'm from. Like, people don't. Ooh, like, okay. We have very strong okay, rules. Okay, hit, it, hit it on a new segment. Okay, we talked no. a little bit on the clown. Unless you want to talk more about clown. But I want to tell you about my walk. Because I had, like, that was a huge reminder for me about the life in New York. Because I walked home for 45 minutes. And I think that I saw more interesting things and people than I would see like an, an entire summer yeah or in my hometown oh shit I'm not kidding there was, was so say, much going on no no I was gonna say you're comparing it from day night to uh wait from day life to night life and how interesting and different things look because I'm a person that likes to be out at, about at night mm -hmm. and see how people move at night because I'm I'm a I'm a night owl uh, that's how I like to move at night I like to work at night But then you're saying this is better than what you would do in your home country during a summer. Mm. Explain that further. Like, that's crazy <laughs> to me. I mean, that, that might be exaggerated. What's the word? Ex exaggerated. You exaggerated. said it right. A little. Um, but it's just that I was walking. I was following Greenpoint Avenue for almost 30 minutes. Um, and there's a club with a live rock band. Oh, There are two friends who's walking around with a speaker. You know the guys with their motorcycles um, who like drives all over everything? Yeah. <laughs> they, were, they were coming. There were a couple fighting like she was throwing out things from Damn, the window. Damn, I wish I was watching that. Yes, there was just so much things going on and happening. And, and I'm like, I can't believe I'm seeing this. It's public for everybody else to watch yeah. as well. It is, is it, it is movies everywhere. And that's People's lives are when, movies. Uh, th this is interesting to me. Because mm -hmm. um, I had a realization when um, my family and my friends have been here to visit. That for me, as a Swedish person, European person, I watched a lot of American movies growing up. Mm. And for me that is like... Is it equal to what you see before you? Yes. Interesting. In And what that's way? Like, in thing. how it, there's such like a variety? Why, but it's the small things. Ah. It's like, um, 
the fire attendant on the street that is like going off um stuff like that that you would that that wouldn't happen at all and for me that is just in movies but that's a part of like the small America. things you see the small here. things that i see here that it's it's real it's actually happening and when you see that on a, when you see that um on film it's just I don't know. Um, I compared it to when I listen to a song mm. that is about a city that I know, and they sing about that bar that mm. you could go and dance, yeah. or about that pizza place that's open at three where you go and have your slice of pizza. And I know that it's real, um, and in the song it's still like fiction because it's a song, but it's created from something real. It's and that is like what movies are to me now from living here, which is cool. It's interesting because i think you present a way of like listen open your eyes and really see what you're seeing before you yeah because you're talking about like small scenes in movies and then life is a compilation of small things so like that day you enjoyed it for the small things that you got to experience of others that's the thing that there's so many small things to enjoy here i love it uh, <laughs> i'm gonna miss it that's uh, oh so why are you leaving um we got to talk about the segment, Second Amendment with guns, too. You're not, like, leaving <laughs> without hitting that. But, like, why are you leaving? Um, I'm leaving because I miss home. Mm. I miss my culture. I miss my what family. Is, what is your culture? Like, what do you, like, tell me about that. I don't know anything about Swedish culture. What is Swedish culture? Yeah. Um, it's hard. For me, it's actually it's hard to know. It's just how I behave. How you are. Yeah, how I am. Um. Also, like, listening to Swedish music and sing that with other people. You, I told you, I'm from music. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm, I, I've been growing up with music, around, around surrounded by music all and the time. And probably with people that, like, you have known since you were a child, right? Yeah, and just singing with them. Um, for example, we have a new colleague at Blue Balloon. She's yes. Swedish. Yes. And well, I was working with her for the first time this the, this Saturday. What's and her name? she Diana. Diana. Oh, snap. Okay. Um, she's newer than me and they were telling me about how diana's gonna help me on saturday because i'm next lead but diana's the next next lead <laughs> i love that uh, i was like why not make diana leave first so, like i don't care mm, she's Di- great she's exactly great. She's, she's, she's really good she's really good at face painting she's really good at everything that's mm-hmm. why you should make her lead first but um i'm not gonna argue with you <laughs> <laughs> um no and she she was like, Aggie, I'm going to play some music for you that you, I, I, I'm sure you know it. And she played this Swedish song, which mm. just made me so happy. We were just screaming and singing in the car. And I wish I was I mean. there. I would try to sing Swedish. No, that's beautiful. It happen, and I, it's just, that's the thing about culture. Because I, I can see people can from share. other cultures cultures and i'd be like oh my god i want to be a part of that but i will never be because i didn't grow up that way and then now i'm like i really want to enjoy who you are who i am and i also know that this is what i want right now Uh. and if i would change my mind i would find my way back to come back here to new york i mean i even have a flight back in september so Mm. i'm not sure if i'm gonna come back and do the rest of my year or if I'm just visiting. Yeah, you never know. But if, if you do come back in September, you got to let me know. We got to record part two. Whoa. A reflection of like you going back home and how's that? That'd be a great idea. So we should do that. Um, so you're leaving because 
from what essentially what I got is missing home. But what are things that I feel like we talked about this in the car before, like once I invited you here. What are things that you strongly dislike and strongly like about this country? Um, and then compare it to Sweden. Ooh, um, strongly. I, I love the freedom you have here. I love that I could walk out on a Monday morning in a prom dress and no, no, one, no one would care. And I could go to the bar in a pajamas and no one would care. Whatever. That doesn't exist in Sweden? No. People what would you look at wear? you. I mean, they wouldn't do anything, but you would feel weird. Like here, you could just feel free to express yourself. What do you have to wear in Sweden? But I think I'm going to be better at like actually expressing myself and wear what I want to wear when I get back. Because I've, I've grown as a person in that aspect. That's good. Yeah. But what in Sweden, what do you, what are people expected to dress like? Like, um, oh my God, what do we dress like? Uh, <laughs> I mean, because it's like, I think that's such an interesting concept. You say that's a freedom that we have. And you know that I'm fully expressive of that freedom. As I, I mean, it's not that we don't have people who are very expressive. No, of course I, I we totally do. believe that. Um, but it's more in general that here that is a part of like it's not it, it, you're not special if you're very expressive yeah because there's so you know, many people exactly in sweden like in my town if someone has a very very like if they dress in a very specific way you will recognize them you will see them you become famous for yeah kind of weird not famous it's not like the paper is gonna write about you it's just different and you're seen and you get more attention that is I think you could work that to your benefit. Um for sure. And people do that. Um also it's just we have something that we call Jantelagen. That's Jantelagen. a Jantelagen. That's a typical Swedish thing. Jantelagen. Which is like you're not supposed to be better than anyone else. And you cannot think too high of yourself. Um, Interesting. Yeah. I, well, I say, you know, my my thoughts on that would be like luxurious brands but if you're like dressing all colorful and stuff why is that why would you why would someone think you're like different from others in that way yeah i don't know oh okay we're both mutually on yeah. that uh, i don't know i just i, I, I just love it i love when people express themselves i went to harry styles concert mm -hmm. um on friday i didn't um i didn't get tickets but we went to be outside the arena and people were so beautiful and they were they dressed so colorful and so expressive and it's just it makes me so happy so I you were there for the fashion show Pr period. pretty much and period. half okay. half of the audience were also dressed in pajamas which is also great i think something that's very interesting of you is that you're very appreciative of everything before you like every single moment like I, I try to be i really i try why to be. why why like why, where has this come from and has being in New York affected it in any way? Um, I think New York definitely helped me because I think that is a part of who I am. Mm. But I really get to be that person here. And also... Yeah, because you have to realize your particular type of personality is a rare thing in New York. Because people may come like you end up destroyed here but or I mean, just like get destroyed here period but uh, yeah i mean but i mean the city it's exhausting yeah and it's exhausting and it drains my energy too but i'm just feel 
more like I'm very brave here mm. in a sense. And I can pretend like I'm in that movie and I can pretend that I am someone who would do that thing. Um, and then I just do it. Like that I would wear the prom dress on a Monday. And then I'm like, yeah, I'm going to do that today. It's just clothes. I mean, do okay. it if you want to. Yeah. What What are the things you like or dislike? Um, I hate the catcalling. Oh. It drives I, me insane. I, my friends, well, this is something that we talked on. I don't know if I talked on my last episode. Um, but we talked on like how... I don't experience that. Or I have headphones all the time that I don't... I don't... When you have headphones, you miss a lot. Okay, because yeah. I, I, like... Headphones I help you to I, not experience it. I go through daily life and I don't experience it. So I would I would say that. Yeah, I would say that for sure. I don't experience it. I'm 24 years old. I do not experience catcalling because I have headphones. I'm listening to music. I'm watching YouTube, TikTok, something. I live in the social media era... I do not need to be listening to random strangers. That is great. Right? That's great. So from your perspective as someone who, I guess, doesn't have headphones on. All I the time. do it a lot. And as soon as I don't have my headphones, because some days I'll be like, I don't want to listen to that song. I don't want to listen to that podcast. And then I know that my, my head needs to rest. Yeah. So I just turn it off. Um, and that's when I experienced cat callers instead. So tell me about that experience that you've had. I could tell you about yesterday. Me oh. and my best friend in New York, we went to the beach, and we were trying on some clothes. I actually got this one yesterday. It looks nice. Yeah, and we were all alone because the weather wasn't amazing. Um, so we, like... Um, it was, yeah, it was, like, a little bit... Yeah, it was very windy. We were at Rockaway. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then after a while, I was just going to take some something off and then I see a man come walking and I'm like okay I'm waiting because I don't want to change when he's like mm -hmm. and then he comes up to us and he's just stopping and stare and I'm like how hey. is uh -huh. and he's like hey I'm like why are you here <laughs> no that's valid because yeah you were trying to change. and I'm like and he's like why it's the beach I can be here And I just wanted to be friendly. I just wanted to hang out with you. And we're like, but we we're having like kind of a best friend day because I'm moving and we want to be alone. And it's like, yeah. can't, why can't I be friendly to you? And, and this it's was like, because it's not about you. Be friendly with someone else. Go yeah. be friendly with the sand. Go be friendly with the water. Go be friendly with anything else but me. Because exactly. I have the right to like not be friendly with you, my friend. That's yeah. it. And then he started to take his clothes off. And I was like, why are you doing this? And then again, he's like, it's a beach. I can do that. I'm like, yeah, but you don't have to do it right here. And actually, I'm going to change. So can you, like, move? And then he called his bitches and left. I know men often, like, once. And we were like, what, what did he want? Did he expect us to have a threesome with him? Or I what think so. Like, that's so weird. Like, it's that was like so a weird. beach threesome. It's a nice porn thing. New York men often wants you give him re a rejection and you know i think women in this country and everywhere when they're rejecting any person for anything go the nice route first and then the third time is still nice right you still say no and then you start cursing them out no but and then they call you bitch and then it's just like no you were you were playing off your boundary like i said no i closed the door already mm -hmm. so that's it And they don't understand that. But the thing is that he came back. Oh, he fuck. he went I away mean. for a while and he played with a flag, which was he looked so funny. 
It was funny. <laughs> I laughed so much. I figured, I, in my mind, I imagined a potato for you. <laughs> like a potato with arms and legs. But no, when you know the beach lies, the red ones, which are like yeah. a warning flag that you shouldn't swim because there's no Stupid. guard. Um, Stu- I, that's very stupid to be playing with that, first of all, and getting naked. I wish he went to swim. There's no <laughs> lifeguard. I'm sorry. Ha <laughs> And then he I'm came horrible. back. No, but the thing is that this is not the regular cat calling. It's just that I was so annoyed at the situation. So when you asked me, this is what came to my mind. This is not the regular cat call. Yeah, because yeah, um, cat calling is words, not yeah. necessarily this intensive approach. Exactly. But he came back and then he just stood there and I was like, I'm not going to talk to him. I'm just going to ignore him. And then we played music and then he went like, what song is that? It sucks. <laughs> <laughs> he was like, can you play a song for me? We were like, no. No, this is not for you. This is not for you. We want to listen to our music. Not only not only that, but it's like, if he has a problem, people in New York have a problem. They like to confront. That's one they one they like to do. Like, just start to fight. But we're living in a circumstance that you honestly do not know who has a gun. <laughs> right? So you don't know who has a gun. Yeah. So if you have a problem with something, you're just going to fucking move. You're going to be smart. You're not going to be antagonizing somebody and be like, Yo, bitch, lower that music. Why would you do that? No. Why would you put yourself in danger? What if no, you but have, Why would it? We were at... Gun, but what if uh, you did? You never know. Exactly. I may look innocent. Yeah, I know. And I think that's to really acknowledge, just to, like, acknowledge current events real quick. Acknowledge Buffalo, New York. Mm-hmm. Acknowledge Texas and the mass shootings that have happened. It's horrible. And, yo, I hate to talk about this because it's like... It's kids, it's like people that just, you see how we were talking about how we appreciate the small things of human beings living their life, whether it's the drama of the breaking up or like um, the rock band, just the small things. These are all small things and people are constantly doing these things, right? Then for someone to come through with a gun and decide, mm. that's not right. So it's it's like tying this together to this idea of, acknowledging and value each second of human life it's it's cherish like cherish it because it's like to you aggie looking at it from out the outside it's beautiful to them it's an experience mm-hmm. so nobody has a right to affect that no that's the thing i will never understand how you can think that you have the right to, to, to take someone else's life or yeah. to hurt someone like i don't understand how. well i believe the people that do that um in any case because this is n- last episode we talked about how the trains got shot up in brooklyn so mm-hmm. that also happened so it's acknowledging that people are ill people are sick and maybe the thing that we should invest in right now in this country is maybe some more gun control and fucking health medicine yeah for, for sure like we live in a huge country with such diverse way of thinking. Uh, and I may be truly against how other people think, but I will believe that I should respect them. For sure. Because they're people. Exactly. Like, even if I want to call them, like, stupid, horrible curses, people are people. Um, sorry for going on this No, 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 no. That, that's great. It's just, like, um, I don't know, emotionally, for me, I was watching those cases yesterday and I was just like, this is how it manifested. Um, And then like adding on to the idea of catcalling, right? It's like, why do you believe you have the right to affect Mm -hmm. a person? And then I think I asked you this actually, uh, because we were talking about your butt (laughs) to hit up on a funnier note or a lighter note. You're talking on your butt and I was asking 
do you, do you think that cat calls ever work? Uh, no. Tell me why not. Like, but do you think I it's not a think woman ever or a person? There I was another guy cat calling me yesterday. Mm -hmm. um, I'm not sure. It wasn't really a cat call. He approached me and he was like, hey, you are gorgeous. Um, That's and a nice I, comment. Uh, yeah. Um, That's at it, least not um, like to the approach of a cat call that's like a maybe a one that's not a f like ten thousand no. like the other yeah, guy exactly he but the thing is that he was kind and i was kind to him back i was like mm. i'm sorry i'm having a best friend date i don't want to talk to you i'm also i have a boyfriend um which you sort of don't but you sort of do <laughs> yeah mm -hmm. but you can always always use the boyfriend card yeah because for some reason and that's the problem they will respect that and not always I no but many people they will not respect if you say, no, I'm not interested, but they will respect if you say, no, I have a boyfriend. And that's weird because they respect the other man. They wouldn't respect me as a woman. And your choice. Mm -hmm. And that's just so, when I think about that, I get even more pissed because I'm like, why wouldn't you respect me when I tell you that I'm not interested? I don't want I mean, you to talk to me. But look at the states of America right now. We are fighting for abortion. We are oh, it's so annoying. Like not to bring, not to Ooh. think of news and current events because this is something that I consume often. But it's like to really think. Um, we're living in a country. There's so many countries right now that do not have abortion. I come from Dominican Republic. There is a anti-gay, anti-trans, anti-abortion law that was passed last year. That's right? insane to me. So, and we're living in twenty. That was like 2021 that that was passed. And like now I look at America and going, you know, in similar routes of like we have to fight for abortion. I don't. But it's so I get so frustrated when I think about how you how we're going backwards. Mm. Like, why would you go backwards? I mean, we're actually we oh, look, look at what politically has happened. Like, who was the president? Like, I don't want to mention this person's name, but before Biden, who was the president? Mm. So if you're talking about backwardness, like, um. This country has like been barely, very English um, has been visibly seeing themselves taking steps back oh, and not so correcting, or like being like, "Hey, history is real, science is real." Like we have a racist past, we do not have accommodation for Black folks. Like we have an institutionalized system that doesn't give the money, doesn't give minority people money to buy homes and healthcare and have wealth for themselves people don't look at those small things and like reflect on those things because if you could buy a house you can have a home for your next generation that's something that i've come to understand going to dr in dr you put your home right and you leave barillas sticks of metal on the top <laughs> so the next generation your children can build a floor on top of your home and that's something that you find um, I think they're called varillas de sueño, like um, um, metal. I don't know how to say the English word. Um, sometimes I don't have the English word. But it's like metal sticks of dreams. Mm. So, like, Beautiful. once you, your generation, you, you as a parent have had a home, you can offer to the next generation to build on top, right? Or to have land ownership. Like, that's such an important thing in DR. So, mm -hmm. my grandfather, before he passed away, um, and my mom was, like, 12, he left some land for my uncles, my grandmother, my mom. They're still there. So the idea of continual growth and having, like, a home is possible, 
right? I love so, that. So, so it's like you li- live in this country, and, and we know that buying home, renting, anything here is super difficult, right, for anyone. Mm-hmm. But then to add the, like, oh, some banks, have for whatever ethnicity, whatever name you have, will discriminate you. And that's something that has been looked that has been happening culturally for a long time here. It's horrible. So um, that's a, like a very interesting thought into like thinking about how we are going backwards. But mm-hmm. in regards to abortion, how does that exist in Sweden? Like, how is that? Uh, we have great abortion. Abortion. <laughs> <laughs> that actually came through. Yeah. No, um, it's not a problem at all. Um, and I've never. But okay, thinking about abortion, but also thinking about a, being a woman. It's so much like for me, I feel so much more respected as a woman in Sweden than I do here. Also, if I went there, it would be a whole different experience than like existing here. Um, I'm not sure. I'm not sure if you experience it like just through because I I've experienced that like a lot with being on set and like actually getting to know people. Like, and I wouldn't. I did not experience that when I was just visiting. Mm. But after living here for a while, I see how how men talk differently to me than they do to my male friend and stuff like that. And I'm like, why? And I mean, that happens in Sweden too, but here is more extreme and more easy to see. It's like see. racism. You can in this country, you uh, the people don't call themselves racist, but you can see their yeah. actions. Yeah. So but we for you. sure have racism in Sweden as well, for sure. So uh, how was like coming here and seeing like what racism exists here versus like seeing it over there? Um for me that's another thing with uh, the the amount of people. Ah. Cuz um here the I live in Brooklyn and the majority of people that I meet are colored in some way like i'm i'm often like the only white people person <laughs> so <you're, laughs> on no, the chain yeah so you're often the only white person around people of color yeah which is like and that, anything in the world and that for me was like i don't understand how racism is such a huge thing when there's so many people because in my where i'm from mm-hmm. the majority is white but you have and to there it is like okay here's so many white people he's like banging on the the the, the min, 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 minority minority, min, yeah. minority of it. people um which does not make it okay that's not what i'm no, saying no. it's just easier to see how easier, it happened easier to see how it happened easier um to to have it be a fundamental thing culture because it's like this is all you know yeah but i think to add on to these ways of thinking about like you you're obviously in new york but you didn't visit like somewhere ohio Massachusetts. Yeah. All these other states. So it's like other states are like they're more white. Yeah, they're yeah. like white with small populations of people of minority. Mm-hmm. Um and it's like the the backbone and the history of this country is racism. So it's, it's so just been it's been threaded. It's literally been threaded through history. We're in 2022. 2022. Um and it's like actively being threaded like the the Buffalo shooting, that happened. That happened. It was a white man. They say it's often in this case was white supremacy oriented, and he killed black people mainly. That's. It's just horrible. So it's just, um, fuck. I don't like talking about this shit. 
um, I get chills like mentally. But it's just like to acknowledge that these fundamental ideas in, in this country we have um, the Second Amendment, the right to bear arms and defend yourself, and each state polices that differently. So it's the, the fact that people have access to get guns and then they have specific ideologies and then they take course of action. But how are guns in Sweden? I've never seen a gun except uh, like with the police. The gangsters have them. I'm not a part of the gangster club. <laughs> so gangsters and police. Um, you have to have a license and license. it's like main, it's, it's hunters, hunters who have guns. We don't have like guns, we only the, the, what do you call those? The rifles, the big ones? Yeah, the big ones. Um, and that's for hunting. Of course it exists and it's actually, it's more common now because mm-hmm. the gang violence is getting bigger. Really? Tell me about the gang violence from Twitter. That's I don't crazy. know. I just know that it's getting, it's it's not good. It's okay, not good. good. And it's a lot of young people who gets killed. But I um, think, do you think that um, in Sweden people feel like they have routes to success in do, doing things with their life? Because often gang culture and gangs are created because people don't see any way out mm-hmm. and necessity. Do you... Um, I think it's about because it's they they are being being they're finding their way there in the, at a very young age. Uh, like we're it talking about. It could also about. be that because sometimes people don't have family or support. Yeah, uh, it's from what I heard. Like me and my mom talked about this when mm-hmm. she was here, um, and I'm not very like I haven't was I don't know a lot, so I don't want to say too much. No, no, that's um, not. But I know that it's just very, very, it starts at a very young age. And then it's a lot about like group pressure and being cool. And Brainwashing. Yeah, stuff like that. It's just insane. And you, it's a very sensitive age. Mm, like 13, 12. Yeah, it's super sensitive. And then it's just, it's hard, you can't get out. No, yeah, because when you... I would say brainwash somebody. And it's a lot of money. It, Easy money. Mm. Easy. How do what I do are, that when I talk? Nah, I mean, we're recording. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, quotation marks. Yeah. <laughs> Easy money. But then, that's very interesting. Like, So I have a question. What is the drug culture over there? Um, that's also, I guess, for example, weed is something that's legalized in the state of New York. Is that something that's legalized over there? No, just alcohol is the only thing that's legal. So all drugs are illegal. Mm-hmm. And that is that. Is there any pressure from anywhere to like change that? Like, is there people fighting for that or anything? not? Really fighting? Not, not like I've seen it here. There are definitely people who are pro legalizing weed, for example. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't see campaigns or stuff like that. It's just like people have opinions that it should be legal. And but then the only drug that is legal over there is alcohol. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Yeah. Do you guys drink a lot? Um, I would say that we're Vikings. So we yes. when we drink, we drink a lot. Vodka? <laughs> Everything. Oh. oh, you like to drink, mommy. Um, no, that's a very... It's bad. Like, when I think about it, it's bad. Because usually we drink. Like, I f- come from a culture where you're like... If you're going to party, you're going to party. Then you drink. You get wasted. You won't remember shit. Like, that's not... That's you don't not. remember anything. <laughs> um 
I mean, no one ever said it to me out loud, like, this is how you do it. It's just like... But it's like what y'all do. Yeah. And then... I gotta go party. I mean... <laughs> That's all my reaction is. Yeah. Yeah, people just drink a lot. It's not from every... Yeah, I mean, I have friends who don't drink at all, too, in Sweden. And oh. There's such a big diversity over there. Yeah. Yeah, it is, in a way. How has your life been day-to-day in New York? To come back here. Uh, to come back to New York. Yeah. Um, I mean, at first it was school. School was school. So it was very like a routine and it was great. Um, now it's been Saturday, Sundays, blue, not Saturday, Sundays, blue. clowning. <laughs> clowning, being Elsa, being a clown, paying my rent. Um, and then Monday to Friday, I do shoots like or... Yeah, mostly students shoots. What do you tell me about since this is a shared experience? Tell me about your experience being a clown and how you like it and any thoughts about it. Um, I really enjoy being a clown. Um, I don't enjoy the stress between the parties uh, if you're late. Because I talked to the boss bitch this weekend about how it's a stress that I'm not used to, like traffic. Yeah. Because you can't do anything about it. You're just sitting there and you see how time... You're breathing in the stress. Yeah, it's horrible. I don't like that. I don't like that part. How is that a new experience? And I I hate the tip. Oh, my God. No, you could talk about that. Give me First, give me a a little bit... uh, Because I'm interested in knowing, like, how is it sitting in stress and seeing things before you that you have no other control? And, like, how do you... That's the thing. Like I have, I I struggle with finding peace in that I can't do anything and I I am doing everything I can. It sounds so dramatic because you're literally just sitting in a car, but it doesn't because I've I have felt distress in this commute. Yeah, I've I've had this experience last week, right? And I had to be the lead, so I had to do the stress of like knowing how things function because I didn't have to be in charge of that and I wasn't the driver I could be the driver but I choose not to so then it's also like I'm not controlling the situation of driving but traffic is gonna appear exactly so it was like every like this Saturday for example it was the the, between the first two parties was supposed to be 20 minutes and it was 45 minutes and the same thing the party after that was supposed to be 15 minutes and then it was 50 minutes mm. you're like how is that even possible how is it possible to go from 15 minutes to 50 minutes it's new york <laughs> cars just flooded into the highway or wherever yeah um and it's so stressful and you don't want the parents to get upset you don't want to ruin their party maybe they rented an event space they don't have that no, exactly like so there was one party this saturday that had an event space and we got there at 5 30 it was a 40 minute like meet and greet but it was like she just canceled, like because we got there at like what five thirty-five, and she was only gonna get twenty-five minutes, and she had a venue, right? Mm-hmm. Or the other time, other partners of ours couldn't make it to this party because the traffic was an hour, and we were coming from like really far, so it was like almost an hour, maybe forty minutes. Wait, when was that? I forget, but it was like weeks ago. Oh, I thought because if if that was on Saturday, it was a Saturday, I think. But it wasn't this Saturday. No. No, because that was my party. Because I couldn't, I didn't make my last party. And then, that, well, it was a group. I think it was Millie and someone else. Um, 
I, I forget that. I don't know who it was, actually. But they couldn't arrive, and we arrived. And there was, like, tension everywhere. There was tension with my partner and I. I've, it's all fixed now. And tension with the party. Like, the little girl hated it. The mom hated it. We got no no tip, my friend. Nothing. She hated it, and we tried to do our best. But it was like we got there late. This party wasn't scheduled for us. Traffic appeared. Like, all circumstances that, like, this party was full with kids, and it was only, like, three kids left. Like, you know, like, people were going. The little the mom said, can we stop this? Because it's her bedtime. Damn. It's her freaking bedtime. She needs to go to sleep. And I know y'all came to celebrate her birthday, but it's, like, her bedtime. Damn. You know? So she she was just, like, she wasn't actively upset to us because we explained and, like, we apologized. But it's like the birthday would have been so much better rounded and complete mm. if, if if we arrived on time. Um, but, you know, I got no tip to hit on the tip tip. Go ahead. Tell me how you feel about tip in America. <laughs> I don't like it. It stresses me out because this work, this job relies on tip. Um, yes, that's why I'm also like, so I've never had to be the lead. And I never had to be like, here, there's a contract. Here, review us mm. and see, like, suggested. Like, I've never had to do that until this week, uh, last weekend. And I, I learned that I did it wrong, first of all. Because I, Why? Um, so I think I, it was the second day that I was working with Ara and I was her assistant. Because I prefer being an assistant. It's so much easier, less stress. I don't deal with the stress as an assistant. All I have to do is prepare your box, prepare everything, and be ready to participate and do things, right? Um, opposed to, like, if I was the leader, I have to be like, okay, we got to leave by this time. We are The show should end by this time. Like, this, like, having that track of time. And I'm not an actress. An actress knows about time delivery, the idea of, like, I say, hello. I have to respond, hello. You know, like all those consciousness. I'm not an actor. I like the idea of trying it, but it's it's not what I do. And I I know that you study and you have a lot of different things that you have to be aware of to be an actress. And I think that's why this job can be suitable, but also stressful for it. Mm-hmm. Um, hella stressful for me. Um, and I I think I was just saying like here's when I handed the contract the first day. I was like here's a if you could give us a like um. If you can answer these questions and there's a suggested tip, I was straightforward. And then I was like, um, what you should say is like, here, can you review us? And that's it. And they will see the suggested tip themselves. Like they can read. So it's just like to each is their own. Like I, I, I do the phone calls in the car a lot. So at some point, one of the, our co-members told me, tell them about the tip in the call. And then somebody told me not to tell them about the, the thing. Yeah, everyone does that differently, yeah. I think. I don't do it anymore. Because it's mm. just like, I don't, as important as tip is to the job, I do not feel comfortable asking for money for anything. No. And I do no, art. that's the thing. Uh, I'm not comfortable asking for money, but I the job kind of relies on tip. Mm-hmm. And where I'm from, tip is not a thing. Because you get mm. what you're what you should get paid which is yeah and that that's the thing like i don't get about it because if it's if it's what the if it's what we're worth yeah like then we should just get the money like we get on the weekdays when we're working tip is included yeah and 
they still book the party. So I don't know. Because I, it stresses me out knowing that I'm not sure if I'm going to get paid or not. But so that's, I think the interesting realization is that that's not dependent on you. Because we as performers, as a clown, we're trying our best. I'm always, always, always doing my best. Uh, like that's and how that's I was I, raised. Work ethic. You yeah. always do the best you can at the that's, job. Listen, I'm, and th- then I'm like, I'm gonna do my best. Don't worry about it. If I would do, that's the thing. Like that's why I think it's unfair because I know that I will do a good job, I'm, and I know that I deserve the tip. I'm nervous and I'm scared about being the lead. I'm You're going to do great. I have stage fright, right? I have stage fright, Aggie. You're going to do great. Um, well, I did it once already, but like this time I have to do the magic show. I have to do everything. So to be truly honest, I'm nervous and afraid with you and overwhelmed. But like I honestly do know that I will try my best and it will come out fine. Yes. Because I did it already. Like I did it Oh, you got week. it. So it's just like I, I oh, you got it. Um, I know it's possible for me to do it right, but it's just like the overwhelming fear. And this doesn't have to. This doesn't come with like the idea of tipping, right? It doesn't because I feel like every party that we do, I feel like there's a chance we're not gonna get a tip. Yeah. I I worked as a waitress in New York City, so I, or like so many hospitality jobs. So most likely than not. I did not get a tip. So sad. So I think for those reasons is why I naturally feel like, no, like people are not interested in recognizing your worth and what you're doing. Yeah. When I started, um, I was just like, every time they tipped me, I was like, whoa, money, what's going on here? Because I'm not used to it. Like, it's yeah. weird to me that they would just give me extra money. For me, my, my salary's only coming from my company, always. I got tipped once when I worked at the fun house when I was like 16. And my coworker saw that and she was like, don't tell our boss. He's going to take that money away from me. We are not allowed to take money from the customer because it's, it's like bribe and stuff. <laughs> Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, there are some restaurants, like especially in Stockholm, where you actually do tip, but it's not a common thing. Mm. Um, and I, I didn't know. I was like, why is he giving me the money? Is he like, what? Is he trying to buy me? Like, what's going on? But he was just, he was from another culture. He was excited about it. He thought it was a good party because I did parties there as well. Um, and my colleague were like, don't tell our boss because mm-hmm. they're going to take the money because it comes as bribe. <laughs> Dang, that's crazy. Yeah. That's crazy that culturally in Sweden, it's understood differently and people just value. How much time do we have? Okay, listen, we can finish in a second. So, um, Aggie. Yes. Thank you for coming. Thank you for having me. Um, I have no clue what I talked about. It's fine. You'll listen to it later. But <laughs> um, just to think on our last note, tip. Tip people because they are worth something. Yes. Tip people because they are having all different types of experiences and to appreciate it. So here at Blah 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 Blamos, Aggie and I appreciate human beings for their small things. I love people. And cherish that. So um, from here. I'm a good tipper. <laughs> great. I also, I try to be a good tipper. I don't know if I am. Some people probably will say no, but sometimes I don't have the money. But here at Blah Blah Blahmos, we say blah bye. Blah bye. Exactly. So let's yell it together. One, two, 
three. Blah bye. So thank you. Thank you. And thank you for recording us. That's so much fun. I'll send it to you one side. Well, I'll send you the other one that you want to listen to.